0: All right, everyone, so uh, this is Paul Nobles from e 2 Perform, and once again, I'm in here with Carolyn Melee, who'll be the person that is talking to everyone, reading questions, things of this nature, and then um, I'm also with Becky Evara. Becky is the trainer of trainers. Uh, she's the lead person related to the coaches, and uh, I guess if you're wanting to be a uh, form coach, he would be someone that you would want to be very friendly with at some point. So someone, uh, yeah, but, uh, but yeah, so um, let's just jump right into it. Don't have a lot of time for this one, a little time restricted. Um, and so we're going to get to questions sooner rather than later, but this one is actually really easy. I'm just going to walk through um, what I did in fat loss and um sort of the lessons i learned from it um if you're not familiar this was my first fat loss cycle in 7 years and so it was kind of interesting that um i noticed that going back in pictures i i didn't realize it had been that long and so um i'm starting to feel becky, uh, becky that uh this 100% is the combo with people that are not necessarily e Perform members right now. So uh, just so for everyone that knows, it's going to be a little bit of a combination of uh, people that opt in for the free book, and then they ask questions so that they can get to know things. We do this always a few days ahead of the sale, which the sale is going to be start next Wednesday. So um, be on the lookout for that. Because uh, that is going to be a, a little better deal than what we normally have, and so uh, the shoot—I don't even know what the date is on that, so I'm not even going to speculate. Um, can you, one of you ladies, see what's next Wednesday? It's like it's late in the day we start.
1: The 25th.
0: Okay, so the 25th, and then it goes through. Uh, the Wednesday, the next week, so it's kind of uh, an extended one. We always do that because Memorial Day is sort of in the middle. Okay, so uh, yeah, you know, I hadn't really planned to do fat loss. Um, my plan was to do fat loss. Um, I'm pixelated. I'm, I don't know if you guys can see me or not, but um, my, my plan was to do fat loss or at least reevaluate once I was 55. I had a friend of mine who had approached me about become, um, becoming any performer. And uh, she said that she wanted some moral support. And so I offered that moral support in my support. And so we did Fat Loss One together. And, um, one of the things that I say to people all the time is if you're going to do fat loss one, you might as well do fat loss two. Otherwise you just end up sort of rinsing and repeating things. And so uh, the plan for both of us is to do fat loss two. Now I'm just going to do these things as I'm saying them um, and then kind of walk back to what I remember from the beginning. But um, so both of us are down 12 pounds. Um, I actually was very close last Thursday and I did a series talking about how to sort of manage your intensity, which I think is really important for people. I think people often count on the numbers to do the work and really your level of intensity can, can really affect that. You shouldn't go into your super day and the day after with the same level of intensity that you have on the day where you're trying to get that that one pound or, or two pounds. Towards the end, you know, you're just trying to get one pound at a time. Early on, we, we had lost, um, I think she had lost four, uh, I had lost six. Um, you know, her, you know, I actually wrote an article about, about this, about how men and women are different and how we learned that pretty early on, uh, because we were, we, you know, we were trying with the concept of more food and we would get women to 4,000 calories, same as men. And when we pulled them down, they had to go a lot lower to see a similar result. And so a lot of, you know, it's interesting because a lot of what, all of you are experiencing 10 years in is, you know, beneficial um, in a way that early on wasn't necessarily the the case. Um, and so this version of Eat to Perform is something that I've never done. Uh, you know, seven years ago, this wasn't fully baked like this. And, um, I just gotta tell you, I don't get why anyone would diet different than this. It's, you know, I'm not saying that it was easy because it was, it was not fun, but you know, you get the not fun out and, and you're down 12 pounds, you know, now I know a lot of people listening to this that are coming from a dieting background or have been eating under 1500 calories, you know, for a long time. Um, you're not gonna have the same experience, right? I was overconsuming. One of the things that was interesting because I was looking at pictures, um, for those that don't know, I got injured um, right as CoVID started. And so we were running, and we had worked up to five miles, and that was when I tore my MCL. And um, you know, I was probably, you know, high one nineties at that point, I did see, you know, two Oh eight on the scale at one point. So that, that, uh, that was a bit of a wake up call. And so from that point, I'm down 20 pounds. Right. And so, um, so that to me is, is really, really interesting. Where I'll land. I don't know. We were, you know, I, I was walking today because uh, today's our low day with my friend and we were talking about what the, the plan was going forward. And uh, almost certainly we are going to take the, the summer and use it as AP. So AP, if you're not an eat performer, is the reset period. The benefit of taking the summer as the full AP will allow me to get my calories up, which, you know, if you don't know, I talk about it quite a lot is that usually once I get to around 3,000, 3,500, I start intuitively eating. So I've been intuitively eating for almost seven years. Well, not this summer, you know, this summer I'm going to be pushing that number um, as high as it will get. And it's interesting because I, I, you know, I'm talking to people a lot on Facebook and it's it's as if they think that the, the number that they're eating doesn't matter, you know, and they're like, well, I I just don't want to eat that much. It's like, well, okay, if you don't want to eat that much, that's fine. But 4,000 subtracted by whatever the deficit is, is much better than 2,500. You're going to lose a lot more weight. And also in that instance, let's say that I build my calories up to 4,000 and stay weight stable. Guess what else is going to happen? Over the course of three months, I'm going to be able to build muscle. And so people are acting as if like calories don't matter. You know, I put up this video yesterday of a grandmother, you know, everybody comes in all the time and they're like, will this work for people with menopause? Almost every client we have is in menopause, you know? I mean, who do you think is is signing up for Eat to Perform? It's not like 19-year-olds, it, it's literally people that have tried every possible diet out there. And, you know, there's a part of me and, and I'm not saying this from an ego standpoint, I really am not because there's just so many people that have been part of this um, and and building this. and, And, and that includes all of you. I honestly think five to 10 years from now that, that, people will look at us from a scientific standpoint and go, why did nobody think of this? And, and honestly, you know, now you could, you could say this isn't totally new. Mm, I'm going to disagree with you. I mean, if you're going to compare a 25-year-old bodybuilder, yes, a form is very similar to a 20, but no one in the history of dieting has ever said this to 55-year-old women. No one in the history of dieting has ever prescribed macros for twenty eight hundred to a grandmother doing pushups with her grandchildren on her back, right? So, I just really think that what we're saying is really unique. And and you know, I made a post today where we were talking a little bit about you know how we can fix the diet industry, and and I just wanted you know honestly, I, I genuinely wanted to hear if someone would come up with something that you know, we hadn't really considered, you know, and, and for the most part, no, right. I mean, we, we really encompassed pretty much everything that everyone has said. Now I will say this, you know, if you're scared of food, eat performs a tough deal, you know, and, and, you know, it's, it's, it's as if you want to, you know, I mean, if you think of it, from the standpoint of, you know, thinking, well, I want to build an addition to my house, but I'm kind of anti-wood. It's a similar idea, right? It's like, you have to have the pieces in place so that you can build the foundation and then we can get you the result that you want. But if you don't, you know, if you're anti-wood, you know, then you're not going to be able to build that addition to your house. Right. And so, um, yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I was really surprised at, at how easy, I mean, I, I literally ate my morning bagel every day until week four. Um, I had never been to the lower macros that, that we prescribe. And I don't think that I was even at the lowest macros um, that we can put out there for people. Um, certainly, um, when my friend did hers, it, it hurt. You know, and uh, she had never seen levels like that before. But, the, but the, the thing that I think makes us magical is the part that we knew when it was going to end the whole time. You know, and there's always that, you know, I was talking to this lady online today and she was talking about, you know, she she's only losing a pound a month right now. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, stop, you know, you're doing it the hard way, do it the easy way, normalize for six months and then go back for that extra 10 pounds. But she's, she's, she was literally telling me that she thought it was going to take 10 more months for her to lose 10 pounds. And truthfully, if you do it that way, all that you're going to end up doing is blowing through muscle in the process. And I I just think that people just don't know that there is an easier way. And then they somehow think, okay, so I'll, I'll give you, right. You were, you were eating 3000 calories or, or let's say 2,500 calories and you moved your calories, you know, you went to a macro calculator and moved your calories to 1100 and you lost a lot of weight doing that. There's somewhere in the middle where that would be your normal calories, right? I mean, and I do know that a lot of people do get stuck around 1600 1700, but let's say that you lose 15 pounds. That seems to be very common over the course of let's say three months. I mean, this woman said she, she was four and a half months. She had lost 15 pounds. Well, 15 pounds really makes a difference. I mean, if you're running, if you're weightlifting, you know, like even weightlifting, you think, well, how would it benefit my weightlifting? Well, for one, your endurance is going to be better in weightlifting if you if you weigh fifteen pounds less. So now, instead of doing five reps, you can get away with eight reps, right? You can do um, more reps in shorter time periods. So there is benefit in in um, in weighing less for endurance for weightlifting, also. But let's be real: a lot of people are doing things like CrossFit and HIT. It, of course, it's beneficial for that kind of stuff. So it's much easier. You're sort of working with your body the way that it wants to work. Like right now, um, y'all knew it was coming. Okay, don't say anything to me. But my pickleball is a lot easier when I'm 12 pounds lower. Just facts. I'm faster. You know, um, I'm getting the balls that I wasn't getting to before. But the biggest thing by far, is I don't look like I'm 112 getting out of my car. Oh my goodness, the beating on my body that I was taking. You know, that's the one thing that does kind of make us want to do it a little bit faster, but we, you know, we're just not about that life. You know, And I, I, I get it. Like some people have been dieting forever and they live in this really rigid way. Um, and, and, and it's just hard to get over that fear but not me, man. I want to enjoy my summer. Now that said, you know, I'm going to show all summer long that I'm going to be able to stay within a range. Now I'm going to New Orleans um, this weekend and um, you can tell I'm from New Orleans because I say it right. And um, the uh, I'll be giving myself about a five pound range for, um, you know, my weight to fluctuate right? Because I'm eating a lot of foods that I don't normally eat. You're eating at a restaurant, you can estimate it if you want, but you don't know how much lard's in that. You don't know how much butter's in that, you know? So there's lots of ways that calories get in. And then of course, everything that you eat out is going to be more sodium. But I do think that I can stay weight stable and I will be talking about that. So follow that on the page. Um, Also, just so everyone knows, um, I've always argued this, that the people that work with each Perform are smarter than Paul. Many of them see files that I don't see, right? I don't work with clients all that often right now. I mean, occasionally, you know, Becky will bring something to me. Becky, do you remember like the last time you brought something to me? I mean, what was it? It's like, been a while. Yeah, it's like, so... So I think when you work with clients, it's helpful. And so Cindy, who does do a lot of the maintenance of the social media within Eat Perform, she's gonna be Paul for the week. And so I'm excited for her and I'm excited for all of you because she kind of brings a different level of reverence to the whole thing. But um, I'm also excited to take a break, you know? you know, and and a little scared because you know it's a it's a it'll be a big vacuum in my life. I remember there was this. Uh, we'll get to questions here, but uh, there was this Jeffersons episode, and um, the doctor told him that he needed to slow down because you know he was stressed out from work. And then when he stopped working, he got more stressed out because he wasn't at work. <laughs> You know, and uh, that's how it it feels for me. You know, I mean, when you're working with people and caring for people, I mean, everything that we do every single day, it means a lot to people, you know, and when you can save someone who's been struggling with their relationship with food, that is a blessing that we get to deal with every single day. So, um, so there we go. Uh, Let's get to questions.
1: Okay. We have a question from a client. This is week five of fat loss two for me. And the cycle has been brutal. Fat loss one was so easy to complete any reasons as to why it is not the hunger, but it has been super emotional. My mood has been all over the place to the point that I don't recognize myself.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're, you're basically doubling down on the hard part of fat loss one, right? And this is the part where I don't think people are honest with themselves related to dieting. In fact, if you think about the way that most people diet, right? So your calories, you've probably been at these calories before, but didn't realize this. And I think that awareness is now making you more acutely aware of mental health, what it's like to normally eat the right, you know, the right amount of food and things of this nature. I just don't think we are aware. I think that this is a societal problem. There's a lot of people dieting that there's a lot of people struggling with the mental health related to dieting. And at least you have like the, the, the rope, you know, the rope is coming right, where you're going to be able to move calories back to normal. Um, I hate to say it, but it is normal. And, and I will say like, when I'm thinking about fat loss too, I'm thinking about that also. I mean, I am so fucking tired of chicken. Oh my God. You know, um, I, I I just, (laughs) I'm choking on chicken. I, my salad that I have most days. Oh, I I mean, you know, I, I had my wife and I kind of share the, the, the salad and she, she just eats it like it's normal. And I mean, it, it probably takes me 30 minutes to eat, you know, especially right now, you know Um, and uh, man, it's just wild, you know, but it sadly it's normal, you know, and these are the kinds of tolls that dieting takes on people that the diet industry is not honest about. And, and I think that, that the way that we're approaching it, the way that we're normalizing calories afterwards and stuff like that, it really puts people in a position where they're now able to, you know, realize like, Hey, you know, I want to get this over with and done. So I don't have to do this for a long time. This is taking something away from my family. This is taking something away from my relationships. This is taking, you know, um, one of the friend that I'm doing this with. Um, she, uh, she has a new job, and one of the reasons why she wants to wait till September is because she's realizing that, like, her mind is just foggy, you know, and she wants to be present for this new job. So that's one of the reasons. I'm not ruling out july 4th but um i do like the idea of building up my calories as high as possible
1: okay um i just have one other question here from michelle um she's two and a half weeks into ap heading towards pr um so she's asking about um her weight is stable right now. So, do her calories keep going up until she starts gaining, or how does this work?
0: Well, so you're assuming that you're going to gain. That's not how it works. Um, you know, like I said, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if I could get to 4,000 and stay weighed stable. I'm still losing weight. Um, like I said, um, you know, I got to my lowest weight today, right, around 1130. Um, I might be lower in the morning. It's very possible. Um, it is my low day. My calories are higher, but not, you know, not that much higher. Um, and so so once again, we're, you know, we're talking through the fear of food. You know, why, why is less food normal? Why is that the thing? You know, it it really is like an abusive relationship if you think about it, right? Because on the one hand, you know, if you're like me, the things that I'm adding back in are more unsalted pistachio. It's, It's like the least sexy thing ever, Right. And this is why I say this all the time. I was like, all these macros that everybody's talking about, that adding the macros is going to gain the weight. No, look, look, some unsalted Lay's potato chips, one serving is not why you're going to gain weight. It's the trip to New Orleans and then you gain weight and then you freak out because you gain weight and then you just, you know, off the rails, you know, but the unsalt the extra serving of unsalted pistachios the the doubling up on um full fat greek yogurt that's not the stuff that is going to cause you to to lose weight we all know the the foods that bloat us this this is so funny i mean like do people think that i'm going to go to new orleans and have like all this salty spicy food and not be bloated i mean you know it's it's as if we're living in fear of joy, you know? And so you got to get out of that mindset that this is necessary. Now, does it require some effort? Absolutely, you know? um, But, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be here earning food. You know, I'm pretty sure I'm going to end up playing the same amount of pickleball, walking the same amount of steps. You know, um, I I definitely want to get back into, some squatting and stuff like that. And so that'll probably be something that I add just because I've been, you know, kind of solely focused on, you know, more of an endurance sport, but, um, no, there's really no reason that you necessarily would gain weight, but once again, you're kind of missing the major point, right? If you're trying to have success in fat loss too, right you're in a quick hurry to get to the part that the lady before just said i'm miserable my family hates me this sucks make it go away and you're like yes bring it on it's like it's just we're all have this bad relationship with food you know and and hopefully once you come out of it cuz it's gonna hurt i mean you just got to walk into it and there's this idea you know um, I talked about this, you know, we made a post and asked everybody to post their macros. Right. And just, there was this amazing outpour of people posting their macros and sharing what they eat. And, and, um, it was funny because I talked to a major dieting company right that day, and we were walking through things and I showed the person that, and literally scared the shit out of the woman you know um the diet industry is just not ready for this you know they 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 have one way of viewing things and they're not willing to change it and and they want to know the magic and I tell them the magic and then they're like but not that magic right it's like well I mean all you people that say that you're like super sciency are are we ignoring the science of of, you know, getting the body back to normal, right? I just think that you don't know what normal is. And once you figure out what normal is, whoo, you know, the sky's the limit. But there's kind of two different parts of eat to perform, right? There's the part where people come in and and they get the tune up. and, And that looks a lot like traditional dieting. And as most of you know, we're probably as good as that. As, as anybody, I would argue that we're the best, you know? But what we're really good at is that other part, right? And, and that's the part where I, I honestly don't think a lot of people, you know, for a lot of people, they run through a cycle, they lose their 18 pounds and they're like, I'm good. And I guess that's okay. But a lot of times those people do come back. And the reason why they came back is because they kind of let their guard down. And the part that's the most important is the part that I'm about to do. And that will be kind of the follow-ups that we're doing and walking through AP and showing people my macro. It's just so funny how transparent we are and how these companies that aren't transparent at all exist. (laughs) Right? Like, why do you guys allow that? you know, it's just amazing to me to, to have companies out there saying that, you know, you can get lifeline long results and you don't have to diet anymore. And then all of a sudden first macros you get are 1150, you know, I mean, what person out there goes, Oh, this is, this isn't dieting. Of course it's dieting. You know, 1150 is like really hard. That's like very difficult to deal with people through eat to perform never get to that level in a lot of cases but if they do it's very deep in the process right you're starting off at like 1600 to 1700 milking every that's that's one of the things that that honestly it would surprise me if traditional dieting doesn't adjust to i mean this idea that you just give people one number and then they you know they suffer through it and a lot of them don't make it you know that's you know that's just not it's not the best way to do it right And so, um, you know, when we start you off at a baseline and we see that you're having success, well, we know that you didn't come to us dieting, right. But if you came to us normally eating 1300 and then, you know, we start you off at the baseline, um, people say, well, you started me off too high, well, where are we going to go? Right. If you started at 1300 and let's say that we brought you down to 1100, that's only a 200 calorie deficit. If you do the math on that, that's that's like one pound every three and a half weeks. That that's just not that's just not how we do it. And that's why we're so much more effective, you know, and just people don't know what they're capable of. So really push yourself. And if you can, if you get a chance, you know, take that extra week, maybe push it a little bit longer. Let's see if we can get those calories up because it's a big difference, you know. I would argue that the person that did fat loss too, probably did what you did. And if if the difference between getting to 2,100 and getting to 2,700 is the difference. It's all the difference in the world. And so, you know, I wish more people would extend their AP a little bit longer.
1: Amanda is asking, is it normal to go up and down in weight in fat loss? One day be lower, then the next be higher
0: it's literally built into the plan. We, we literally, the days fluctuate for that reason, right? And the reason that the concept is called uh, metabolic flexibility, right? And so the idea is that we're pushing food up so that you have more energy throughout the week. So when I talk about level of intensity throughout the week, You know, people want to earn their food, right? They want to, oh, my super day. So I got to work out hardest. No, what you really want to do is kind of gradually move through intensity throughout the week. And your super days and your high days are going to keep you with energy. And so, yeah, I mean, um, on my super day every single week, I mean, you'll see like crazy, you know because I normally I'm low sodium on super days, no, you know, and so you will normally see um, up to three to four pounds different because I'm holding on to a little bit more water. And if I don't get those four, those four pound bumps, I don't get that one to two pound that I need. Right. And that's the part that people don't understand about the way that your body wants to work. The, the worst scenario that you could have, is for weight to stay roughly the same. And you never have those bumps up. Those bumps up serve a really important process, you know? And, you know, it it took us a while to get that sorted out. And we got to a point where it had to not be optional because we just found over and over again that it worked the best. And so that is 100% normal you should 100% the day after your super day and the day after that, expect your weight to be up. Um, But by the middle of the week, you should be back to your previous low. And then that's when you hit that switch. That's the 15,000 step days. That's the day that you really push that intensity so that then, you know, I look at it like I'm in charge right and so so on those last two days the macros don't matter i don't care what the macros are i'm going to get it you know and if you can go into it with that mentality but if you go into it with the mentality of i have a lot of calories on my super day got to earn that food you you're 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 staying too ready too often you know my super day is my rest day right so you kind of got to keep that in mind and um and really kind of adjust the intensity i mean most of you know my like pickleball sessions are all like 3 4 hours um but um you know today i already have you know today is my low day i am in ap i've got 15000 steps and i'm leaving to go play pickleball at 7:30 so um that'll give you some insight on, on what I do and how I do it. But if I'm on my super day, um, I wouldn't avoid necessarily playing pickleball, but but I'm always going to be around seven 8,000 steps at that point. You know, the problem is, is that people are living at 15,000 steps all the time. So there's no button to push. They're always at top, top, right? And, and you know, you got to allow your body to have rest along the way and that's actually a big part of why these cycles are so intense and why when food comes back you know now as i start to move through ap and calories start to get higher and things of this nature i'm not going to really be bringing a lot of intensity but especially i'll still do kind of the same idea but you know there is an effort component to staying weight stable, you know, and, and you do have to kind of keep that in mind. So once I come back from New Orleans, you know, I, I'm, I worked really hard to lose those 12 pounds. I'm not going to just say fuck it and it's no big deal. You know, like I'm not here trying to be miserable all the time. You know, I want another seven years. I want another 10 years, actually. Um, and, and that is possible, right? It's just a matter of kind of staying aware.
1: So Alina um, just has the comment in here. I've never had a healthier relationship with food before Eat to Perform. I'm still getting used to all the food, but I'm happier and more energetic. I have people that say, is that part of your diet? And I get to say, yes, I can eat this and it's okay. I worked it into my, my day.
0: Yeah, I, I think... Um... You know, I talked about this, I think it was like in a TikTok video or something, but the, the, the idea of tracking food when, I mean, there's, you know, there was, there was this, this doctor I follow and I swear just following him just gives me an eating disorder. The just, it's, it's so annoying, you know, the information that this guy's putting out and I follow him just so I can put out so so he's got you know 40 50,000 followers or whatever. We've got 1.5 million. So, I follow him to contradict everything he says, right? And then people go, "Well, name him. Say it. Call out his bullshit." It's like, "No, I don't because there's a lot of people that um get preyed upon in those scenarios. They're susceptible to those types of messages, right? And so this person is always talking about the fact that people um, log in correctly, that when they're eating, well, he's actually way worse than this. He says that people cheat when they log, right? So that's the one theme that's common, which is bullshit. Um, we have much more data than he's ever dreamed of in that regard. Um, weight loss slows, I, I, this idea that the science community wants to lie and say that weight loss doesn't slow. It really annoys me because, you know, aren't we supposed to be on the team that's right? The problem is, is that if it doesn't align with their revenue model, then, You know, they they pick and choose the science, the same thing that they accuse everybody else of doing. And every one of us knows the calories need to get normal. Most of the people talking about it, they don't do that shit. They're not sitting there eating twelve hundred calories the whole time. Right. But this idea that their clients are lying to them, they're not looking at the food logs. They're not tracking. They're talking about big ideas without actually looking and so this one person was like yeah this woman thought that you know she was eating x amount of calories and she was eating double that i mean come on dude are you legitimately saying that every person that thinks they're eating you know 1300 calories is eating 3000 calories because that's a lie you know um people are scared shitless of food right now right um not everybody of course but there's a there's a mental side to that piece too right i mean you know if if there was a study that was really interesting to me a while back and i did some i did some write-ups about it a long time ago but it was it was they studied how people view the finish line right and they did a a 40-yard dash right and very lean people, you know, 150 pound men, you know, 120 pound women. The way that they, the study—I can't remember the construct of the study—but but the 120 to 150 pound people viewed the 40 yards as 40 yards, right? And the people that were 300 viewed the 40 yards as 100 yards, right? And a lot of the, a lot of all this. Is kind of the hole we've dug for ourselves. I know for myself, you know, I was 260 pounds. I mean, I had two choices die or really do something about it. And I'm just gonna tell you that die option was 100% in play, right? Because it just seemed so hard and I was failing at it so often. You know, my relationship with food was so bad that I was just like, well, shit, I guess it's just my destiny to, you know, there's a, there's comfort obviously in, in eating, but you know, it's interesting because now when I eat food and enjoy food, I enjoy it, you know, in a way that's different. I, I, I the abundance matters to me. The flavors come out. There's all these things that end up being, being favorable now. You know, I, I was kind of dead to calories and dead to eating, you know, oversalted, overly processed foods, you know, when you eat good ingredients, underprepared and things of this nature. And I understand, you know, we don't all have the same money and things of this nature, but you know, the one thing that really resonates with me when people say, Well, how much money do you spend on your health and your fitness and your food. And they're often surprised when I say as much as I possibly can, right? Like, you know, I'm going to live longer. I know what it's like to be on the other side of this and, you know, being scared to go to the doctor and and all these different things. Like to me, you know, my health is my biggest priority, not because, you know, I'm in this industry, Right, I would be doing this, no matter what. You know, I had no idea that eat to perform was going to become eat to perform. But what I did know was that that other path was bad, and and that was really what she was saying. And I just want to elaborate that, uh, uh, elaborate a little bit on that because all of you are being inundated with these messages all the time about how you're the problem, right? And the reason why. People want to believe that you're the problem and they don't want to tell you about the mental health and they don't want to tell you about the eating disorders and they don't want to tell you about all these other things because it doesn't fit with their narrative. They want to believe that they're the good guys and they're super sciency and all these different things. Yet they know the science on this stuff, right? They're having pizza, right? Now, I will say this. I mean, there are a lot of, personal trainers, you know, fitness people, Instagram influencers that do in fact live in a rigid way, right? And and they believe that that's necessary for them, you know? I mean, if you think about it, you know, if you're a Hollywood star and, you know, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, he's not missing workouts because there's 20 million on the line right? For you, there's not 20 million on the line. So you know what? If you're not feeling it, you don't go. You're especially not feeling it if you're eating 1,200 calories, right? So, um, yeah, hopefully, I really I really think that, um, you know, in this last month or two months, I hope all of you are seeing it, like, the voice is changing, we're, we're trying to establish a little bit more of who we are. I think we're getting our mojo back a little bit. Um, and it's been fun. You know, it's been really fun re-engaging with everybody. Um, my team has done an amazing job. Becky specifically, Becky and Jess have done an amazing job because they understand that all of you need more of Paul Nobles. And I'm doing as much as I can to be available to you. And then part of me being available to you is also me being with my family for vacation and also me trusting all of them to help right and and so so i'm excited that cindy's getting that opportunity i'm excited that you all of you are going to be hearing more of everybody's voices and and i'm just going to tell you you know after after this meeting this week uh it just it made me want to double down on what we do, because, you know, when major companies within the industry just don't get it at all that calories need to normalize, well, then they need to go out of business, you know, because this is what needs to happen. This is what people need. This is the difference. And 10 years from now, people are going to go, this is what Eat Form was talking about all along, you know, and um, I, I welcome anybody that wants to join us, but you know, when you start talking to people, you know, these companies are scared to mess with their revenue model, you know, and you know, that's on them, you know, but I think they're gonna fail. I think ultimately we'll win. And I think we're gonna win because, you know, we're able to to show all of your stories along the way. And the fact that people are are able to Get those to us, get them out there, show people their macros. Like I said, show me the one pro plan that's as transparent as that, literally showing you the numbers, right? And so I appreciate everybody being a part of this. Um, the, um, like I said, I had to cut it short here, but uh, it was a great session. I appreciate all the questions, so I will talk to you later and We'll see everybody next month. Bye now.